Welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam Storytelling Podcast, where we write short stories, rough drafts really, based on a theme and given on a dare. We're your hosts, Christina Kishwa and Cassie Soliday. Welcome back to the Jammiest Bits of Jam. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a good day. Separately, yeah. and now we're joined. Yeah, I hope we can keep the good day going. Keep the good day rolling. Let's just not tick each other off like we typically do. <laughs> oh, do we? I don't know. We don't get along very well. It was like what? Or maybe I'm thinking about someone else. Sorry, forget it. I'm just what kidding. Are you I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like so confused. I don't know. We're not great at like opening bits. So I'm just trying some <laughs> stuff out. I mean, give me. I a didn't break. know it was a bit. I thought that was a real no. Thing. It's always a I'm bit. So sad. <laughs> run, 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 we have to run, do the bit the at bit. the beginning that has nothing to do with the story. That's true. <laughs> That's like our thing. I mean, this season at least. My story. Everything we've said so far has nothing to do with my story. It's true. Maybe I yeah. should have let you establish the bit uh, before. What if? We don't write these intros. No. We put our <laughs> focus this on the story. improv. <laughs> um, well, why was it a good day for you? I said it was a good day. I know. Why was it a oh. good day? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I got to see... Um, so my friend has a show at the Fringe Festival yes. starting in June. Yes. I've mentioned it to you before, but like, uh, she did a run through for me today and wanted notes and stuff. So yeah. I got to, I got like a, a solo performance. That's cool. Like, cause it's a one woman show and then I just got to watch it by myself in like this <laughs> like random the... room at work. Okay. At yeah. Work. And yeah. it was so good. And actually in watching her, like... Because it was a moment, because she's like, I'm so glad you're watching this. And she took a she took a step back in a moment, and then she started into it, like, straight away. And I'm like, oh. That's crazy. That's acting. <laughs> like, and I was, I was, like, in it, like, completely from, like, that moment. I was like, acting is the coolest fucking thing ever. How Wait, long? I just, oh, it's so good. How long is it? Uh, it's supposed to be 55 minutes, but it was an hour when she ran through it. Um, you sat there for an hour and just watched her? It's amazing. Just you? Just me. It was amazing. And she did it for an hour? I left. I cried. I got pissed for her. I, I was, like, cannot. in it. I, like, that is, like, <laughs> that is my theatrical piece of artwork, like, on a pedestal. I'm, like, I will never reach it, but I will, like die trying i think wait so she's doing this at the fringe yes because i saw a play at the fringe last year and it was like 20 minutes i think it depends on the theater that you get to host your show just an hour is a long time i feel what you're saying no i believe i believe yeah everything you're saying (laughs) Okay. I, I am very curious now. Yeah. Um, we'll go see it. Even if you can't go the day that the me and my friends are going, I will go again okay. with you. Sounds because good. that's how much I want to see this a third hour in a row. That's what <laughs> oh I'm my. saying. Like That's amazing. I'm just... Yeah, she's super down. Yeah, she's amazing. I don't think anyone could do that. And I think it takes a real strong performer and... Uh, human to be able to feel all those feelings and allow you to feel the feelings they're feeling. I just like also 
I'm like turning away and I'm talking. <laughs> I'm just like also like the fact that she was like trusted your judgment and like um was so, you know, wanted your input so much that she like singled you out. To put you in a room well, for Well, I'm hour. also always bothering her being like, so when can we work together? When can we yeah. work together? When can we work together? I see now. So, you know me. I'm super supportive over people I believe in. Mm-hmm. I'm supportive of you. This is why we do this. And I love being with you. And I feel like like how she invited me into her her space and we just had like this safe, creative, warm, warm yeah. smushy place, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel that with you when we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not just my bed. Your your bed is very warm and smushy, and so I love it, too. comfy. Yeah, it's the perfect place to host a podcast. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <Yeah>. So, last week, Stephanie Zembek... Our, our good friend. Our good friend, Stephanie Steph, Z. Uh, serenaded us with her beautiful story and um, dared you to write about... Kombucha? <laughs> Which I thought was a really weird... What a random thing to say. Yeah, a random I mean, thing. I don't know. Disobedient slave was pretty random, too. Like, when you didn't But that's full that. of drama already. Okay. Uh, you don't think there's, like, drama in kombucha? I don't. Have you seen Flaked? It's a Netflix show with Will Arnett. He drinks, like, kombucha, like, every other scene. He does? <laughs> I've only seen the first two I've episodes. never seen it. It just, he makes homemade kombucha and, like, drinks it a lot. Oh, my gosh. I like that that's my takeaway from that show is Will Arnett drinking kombucha. kombucha. <laughs> I've had kombucha once. And well, it was before I was drinking alcohol, and then I realized there was alcohol in it. Is it's it? It's, like, a very, it depends on which kind you get, I think. Um, but the one that I had, like, had a very tiny bit. But on the bottle, it was, like, does contain alcohol. And I was, like, mm. oh, no. Oh, well. I want to try lug, that lug, stuff. Lug. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Kavita brand because it's kind of carbonated, but not too much. Right. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's not something that I uh, have often. Okay. So I'm curious to see what your story's so... like having not a relationship with kombucha. Well, let's just say it's as random as the subject. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. I could hear the scratch of pencil on paper. I could see the name being written in neat cursive. My dog's name, Kombucha. It's a silly name, I know. My mom picked it when we were assigned Kombucha as a puppy. Kombucha was the last assigned out of his litter. I still remember how sad he looked. All his brothers and sisters gone on to their own assignments. Just one more German Shepherd left. The breeder said his name was Ammo, which we thought was a little on the nose. No, that won't do. His name is Kombucha. The breeder and I both gave my mother a strange look. She laughed. She wasn't laughing now. She rarely did these days. Kombucha had been our dog for five years. He was smart and caring and playful. He was just as much a part of the family as I was. She continued filling out the form. When we were assigned a German Shepherd, she tried three times to get another breed reassigned to us. She wanted a smaller dog, a terrier of some kind. Like Toto, she used to say, referring to some super old movie her grandfather used to watch with her. We were given kombucha. 
We did what we could to make sure he was trained right. The first three years of his life, we slacked a little on getting him training classes. He was so cute and so full of life, and he hated the classes. He just wanted to tug on his favorite rope or nap on my bed in the sunlight spilling in from the window. But when the first attack came, we had to get him whipped into shape fast. Peacetime was over. War had come again. My mom said that dogs used to be just pets, not soldiers. All dogs are implanted with sleeper chips when they're puppies. Our history books say we lost too many people in the last war. Our population as a species was dwindling, but dogs gave birth to many at a time, and they can be trained to be vicious killers who don't question, just obey. Kombucha had been drafted. My sweet baby boy Kombucha, who used to snuggle with me in the mornings and lick my hand to let me know he was behind me, now was being shifted off to become a monster. My mother finishes the form and hands it back to the soldier. It's covered in teardrops. She wipes her eyes and turns to me. The soldier looks over the form carefully and then adds it to a pile. You will be assigned a new dog in the next week. You have five minutes to say goodbye. We walk into the holding room where Kombucha immediately jumps up excited when he sees us, like he always does. My mother takes his face in her hands and kisses him gently between the eyes. He smiles up at her and then looks at me. He gives me a nuzzle. I break down. He's my dog. He's not a monster. He's not a killer. He's my dog. But he wasn't really. He never was. Even though I knew this day was inevitable, I still couldn't believe it was here. Kombucha, you are a good boy, I whisper into his ear. He licks my nose softly. A voice comes over an intercom. Please leave the room. He's about to be switched. I hug him one more time. My mother kisses his forehead again. It takes everything for us to leave him there. But he stays, like a good boy. We stand on the other side of the window and watch as they turn my dog into a vicious killer. It's sudden and instant. He stiffens. He sits, and he begins to growl. We're ushered away by a soldier as he begins to froth at the mouth and bare his teeth. Dogs fight for us. Dogs die for us. They are our heroes in so many ways. Give them hell, boy. Um, what? <laughs> Whoa. It's so sad. It's so sad and so poignant at the end. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. At the end, did that just come to you while you were writing straight ahead? Or did you know that's where you were writing to? What, that he was going to be uh, a killer? Was, yeah. Um, it, it probably came to me like halfway through. Because mm-hmm. I knew it, I was, I was like, what am I going to write about dumb kombucha? I don't know. And then I was like, a dog named kombucha. That sounds adorable. <laughs> and then, of course... I had to go all dark and sad about it. Uh-huh. I always think it's interesting, the idea of weaponizing animals or weaponizing nature. Because it's like an animal, a dog or whatever, like a dog can like literally rip you apart if it wants to, mm-hmm. but it doesn't because it loves you or whatever. <laughs> 
but you can also train it to do exactly that. So I was like, wouldn't it be interesting if we lived in a future where they did weaponize all dogs because they were good soldiers because they always did what they were told and they have litters of puppies. So it's like Mm -hmm. our, our population isn't in jeopardy because we're just having dogs fight. Interesting. Yeah. Do you live a lot of your, like, do you live a lot in your brain space thinking about the future? Because this is like the second, (laughs) I I think this is at least the second story where you talk about the future. Um, yeah, I think the future has, I mean, it's unknown, so there's so much opportunity to tell a story because you don't, you know, we don't know. We can make the future whatever we want it to. Totally. So, um, but, and it's also, I mean, I love sci-fi, so it's... Ooh, yeah. The future. But, yeah. And then I was just so sad for Kampucha. Yeah. He's a good boy. I like that you took a word you have no feelings about and <laughs> put feelings on it by making it a dog's <laughs> name. I like that, I like how you worked that out. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I give... How do I care about this? Yes. <laughs> Making yes. a dog. So, yeah. um, and you're a dog person first, right? Big time. Yeah. I'm yeah. A cat person. Which is fine. Yeah. I love cats, but I'm, you know, slightly allergic. So, I, I'm surprised that you wouldn't also be allergic to dogs then. Some breeds I have trouble with, but most Wait of them. Wait a second. <laughs> you, you walk dogs and. And, I know. And dogs sit sometimes. I know. It just takes some allergy medicine. It's fine. Wow. The things we do for money. The things we do for our loves. <laughs> I love a, them. That's a better way of putting it. <laughs> the things you do for love and money. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's interesting. I think it's an interesting idea. I was thinking of, I was, you know, fiddling with the idea of outlining a feature. Yeah. I could totally see that as a feature. It's really interesting. Well, I guess... Did you see... um, Did you see Isle of Dogs? I haven't yet. It wasn't exactly what what you wrote about, but you might get some inspiration from it. Because that that was interesting. Because they no longer had real dogs. They had robot dogs. Uh, I'm sure that... um, Just, like... Because, you know, the marketing for Isle of the Dogs is, like... Was, like, full force when I wrote this. So, Mm -hmm. like... Oh, it might have permeated. I think it was. Yeah, that was part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely very different. And mm-hmm. like, if you wrote a feature, you could focus on different things that would completely make it different. Yeah, that's just something it reminded me of. I'd just be so sad about the feature because I'd want to show the warfare, but like, I don't want to. I don't want to show dead dogs. dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like not my mo. Yeah, but you know. And my screenwriting teacher told me that you want to lose your audience, kill a dog. Oh, mm-hmm. what the what? Mm-hmm. That's what one of my screenwriting teachers in college said. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. So people hold other people. People hold humans to a less value than animals, and that so is intriguing. not just dogs. That's also if there's a cat on the screen, if there's a horse, um, they hold, and then they hold. It literally is like animals, children. Adult humans. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. I had no idea. So, there isn't a website. You can look up the movie and it'll tell you if the, if the dog dies. 
so you know for sure. Because it triggers some people. Totally. Yeah. So, like, you can look and be like, I think it's called did the dog die com or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, very nice job. Thank you. I really you. liked it. I can't Yay. wait to see the feature <laughs> in 10 years, which is sometimes the lifeline of how long it takes to get a movie made in Oh, Hollywood, 100%. If not longer. Um, if not longer. If not longer. <laughs> but cool. So we're so close to the end of the season. Yes. Um, and we have one more story left, and I get to write it. Yay! Yay! Maybe. I don't know. It depends on what theme you make me write about. Well, I think that, like, since it's the end, we can celebrate. And also, it can be a celebration of, like, the beginning of next season, maybe. We can Ooh. roll it all into one, okay, the celebration. Okay. Um, so your theme is a bottle of champagne. Oh, perfect. And then we'll drink champagne while I read it. Yes! Sounds good. I love champagne. This is going to be so great. Perfect. I wonder if, because we've had so many different themes, I wonder if me actually liking the theme will make it harder to write the story. (laughs) Why, you didn't like any of my themes? No, I like it. They were good themes, but like, I got stumped on quite a few of them. Like, Disobedient Slave for one, I I was like, um, what am I going to write about as a white woman? Okay. And then... No, that, that was your best story, out. though. You think so? Yes. That was like you said. You called it prose. Wait, which one was it? That was the one where the woman had like oh, moved for a wait, guy, etc. Which et one cetera. was the one with the tree? The tree boyfriend. Oh yeah. What thing was that? <laughs> um, which one was that? But I really did like the prose one too. Oh, the big storm. The big storm. Were, yeah. Oh no, he can change. He can change. That's what it was. That was that was a very dramatic one. He can change was Olivia. Oh yeah, that yeah, was Olivia. You, you did give me very, uh, very Big storm disobedient uh, slave. Yeah, and now it makes sense when you mentioned drama earlier. Now it makes sense. All of the things that you give me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, make it a light and fun one with bottle of champagne. Yeah. Bubble. Like I'll I'll try my best to write light. Because as we were talking about before we started recording today, like, it's easy to write dark and sad when you're doing fiction in long form. It's true. Or short long form. Because <laughs> they are short stories. So it's not really long form, but kind of. I do find that my long, yeah, like my narrative writing, like. True. Yeah. Long form. That's a better word. Is uh, more dramatic and my screenwriting is more comedic. Me too. Dark comedic. I like dark humor a lot, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not dark, sad, like my right. stories. Yeah. Yeah. So let's punch it up a little bit. Let's make it nice and light. So instead of bottle, like, instead of bottle of champagne, it's going to be bottle of champagne. It's a bottle of champagne. <laughs> okay, cool. Ah. Cool. Light and refreshing. And that will be the finale of the season. Yay! So one more left, and uh, we'll we'll see you all next week. Yes! Hooray! Bye! Bye! Sometimes it's a jammy bit of jam, and sometimes it's a failure. But we have a first draft of a story we didn't have before. What will you write next? We dare you to write your own short story based on the theme... Kombucha. Like this episode? Share it!
like us on social media, or write us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more like-minded writers like you. Follow us on Facebook at Jammies Bits of Jam Podcast and Twitter at Jammies Bits. Jammies Bits of Jam is produced by Christina Kishma and Cassie Soliday. Music by Grace Sai. Until next time, keep writing and embracing the most important thing you have, your voice. <laughs>